Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Hi and welcome. The benefits and lessons learned from the shutdown. The shutdown, whatever else you want to call it, this uh, situation we have now. Benefits and lessons learned. I think it's a good time to think about the benefits and the lessons learned, and because I think it's ending soon. So let's uh, let's think about all the good things that came from it and continue those good things. Now, as always, go to my VIP page, my VIP. Lessons, my VIP program, Commit, Don't Quit, You Will Speak English Fluently, Speak English Powerfully, Speak English Confidently, Speak English Effortlessly when you join my VIP program today at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Just go to that website, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join my VIP program. Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's talk about it. Lots of good stuff. Like I said, um, I believe we will see the this uh, what words? I got to be careful of the words I use because YouTube is uh, part of the fake news about all of this, and they're doing a lot of censorship around this topic, a huge amount. One of the reasons that YouTube is evil. So I'll just say the current situation, what are the good things about it? A lot of good things came from it. I mean, even though it, it's mostly, you know, lots and lots of lies and exaggeration and fake news, fake news, fake news and all this. But on the other hand, I think there have been some very good lessons that we can learn from it, some great benefits. And as it ends, as it comes to an end and, and life goes back to normal, I think we should try to learn from it and... Uh, preserve keep the good things the good things that came from it what are some of the good things that came from it number one <laughs> my favorite homeschooling 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 now I'm mostly talking about the United States I know uh, different situations in different countries but uh, certainly in the United States uh, so 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 many children have been homeschooled why because the benefit Number two, families at home together. Families at home together. This kind of very unnatural situation, uh, the modern world situation of families being separated during the day. You know, fathers and mothers now going off to some office somewhere to work some job and then the kids going off to some government employees to be to get propaganda and maybe worse at schools and everybody. And then during the main part of the day, all separated these families away from each other. Very unnatural, very unhealthy, very bad. So I think that the uh, good news from all this is that it brought families back together because a lot of people had to work from home and because schools closed I think it's fantastic and that people got a taste I hope I hope I hope you did and I know that many people got a taste of what it could be like to be at home with your family most of the time what it could be like to have your 
children home with you, what it could be like to educate your children. And yes, I know that a lot of the people, most people probably were still doing some kind of online um, program from their school system. But the point is they're at home instead of there with the school employees, right? So much better, even if even if homeschooling. And again, there are all kinds of homeschooling. So, um, you know, there you can choose to do homeschooling with some kind of online program. You can, uh, there are a lot of uh, private programs you can choose where like the whole thing, the whole curriculum, the whole program is online. You know, all the different subjects, all different ages. So that's, uh, it's perfectly uh, normal and some families choose to do that and that's fine. You know, the main point is that, uh, well, there's two points that are important about this. Even if you, the parent, even if you are not really doing much of the teaching. But the point is why it's still better to homeschool is that, number one, your children are with you. Where you can protect them, where you are influencing them, where they are learning from you just by watching you, just by being with you. Where your family's together. That's number one. Very important. The environment at school is terrible, horrible horrible, horrible. Uh, Number two, when your children are learning online, (laughs) you are there in the home too, so you can see what they're learning. It's much easier for you to check, you know, just to kind of check it out and see what are they being taught. And if you don't like what they're being taught, if there's some political stuff being put in there, if there's social programming, evil things being put into, you know, what they're learning, you can just change to a different program. Right. Whereas, you know, so many parents send their kids off to schools and they have no idea what's really going on. You know, they ask the kid, what did you do today? And the kids always say, oh, nothing, nothing. Right. Kids don't want to talk about it. Um, So the truth is that so many parents have really have no idea at all what is being taught to their children. And they have no idea how much propaganda and social programming is happening in the schools. They have no idea the brave new world of the schools. So I think it's fantastic, fantastic, this situation that so many people homeschooling at home. Now, of course, as things go back to, quote, normal, of course, you're going to see, you know, most people will send their kids back to school. Why? Because it's babysitting. It's free babysitting. Let's just be honest. That's the real reason people do it. The real reason people uh, send their kids to school is because it's babysitting. It's free babysitting. It allows them to have a break from their kids, uh, maybe to go off and work a job, whatever. But it's basically free daycare. That is the only benefit of school. It's not really free because your taxes pay for it. But, you know, it seems like it's free. You don't have to pay extra. So that's the true purpose of public schools, why parents, so many parents like it. But I'm hopeful that at least some, there will be some percentage of parents will decide, hey, this is actually not that bad. This is not that difficult. It's actually quite nice to have my children home with me all day. It's quite nice to be involved in their education, not passive, not trusting just some government or something. So that's benefit number one, in my opinion. It's And it's a fantastic benefit. Well, yeah, most people will still send their kids back to school, of course. But I don't, who cares? That's Who cares about most people? I think we still could see an increase. I think we may see an increase this year and in coming years in homeschooling. I think you may see an increase in the number of people who are at least are positive about homeschooling and understand it better. 
So that's great. So that and families being together, two great, great, great benefits. Another great benefit, I believe, is that so many fewer distractions. You know, sporting events were canceled and concerts were canceled. And now, of course, there's still TV and internet, I know. But, um, but still, again, there were fewer distractions. And again, I think that this is a very positive aspect of what happened. And hopefully, as we go back, there's something else we can all learn, which is to, we don't need to go back to all those distractions. We don't need to participate in all that. We don't need all of that. I think that is one of the great lessons learned from all of this, that we don't need, you know, we don't need any of that stuff. All these modern distractions that we think are so important, uh, that we get involved in, uh, I think we all saw that none of them are necessary. None of them are necessary. That includes, by the way, the TV is also not necessary, right? None of it's necessary. So much better to just uh, do things with your children, with your family, with your friends, whatever. But, uh, you know, face-to-face, really actually talk to each other, things like that. So, again, I think that's another very, very positive aspect of all of this. Um, Hopefully... A lot of people learn that the news media is completely fake, that they've been pushing so many lies about this whole thing. I hope that some of you (laughs) have seen through this, that you see the very obvious lies about so many of these things. And that's good, too. It's another great benefit. I think, um, does everybody wake up? Of course not. Not everybody will be red-pilled. Not everybody will wake up. But the point is that more people wake up to the lies. More people wake up to the propaganda and stop trusting it. And that's another great benefit. So overall, even though there's going to be some economic damage, uh, I think overall it's it's been okay. I think that we may that, that there's some very good things that came out of it. And economically, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think that, uh, again, if you follow Q... Uh, if you're just following some of the things happening behind the scenes, especially in the United States, it may be that the economy comes bouncing back quite aggressively. It may be by the end of the summer that actually the economy, the world economy, will be doing quite well. Or it might not. I don't know. You know, I'm, I, it's, it's much too complex <laughs> for me to predict that and for, for almost anybody to predict, but I think there are some encouraging signs that we're going to see the economy. Of course, it's crashed uh, a good amount, but I, I think that as, as we go through the summer, uh, North American summer, we will see some, uh, some very good things happening. And it, it, I, I think it's quite possible by the end of the summer that actually things will be pretty good, that it won't be as bad as I feared. That's my current feeling. I don't know. I can't say for sure. So just be ready for the worst. (laughs) Hope for the best, as always. All right, let's just get into comments and questions, and maybe you can share some of the things you think were positive about all of this. Even if, you know, even if you think this whole thing is a joke and was a lie or exaggerated, um, but still, maybe you found you had some positive experiences from it all, and maybe you still are. We'll see. Okay, I'll tell you what, I'll go into the, I'll turn it to members only first for a minute. Ooh, turn it on. 
Uh, the supporting memberships is what this is. YouTube supporting is just helpful. Okay, I'm going to put on slow mode too, just so I can keep up with everything. Okay. All right, lots of people all go through some of the comments. But anyway, it's, I guess my point is that uh, now's a good time as this, as this thing is going to start winding down, which means it's start, start, it's going to, it's not going to end suddenly tomorrow, but I think it's going to, you're going to see the end is coming. That um, it's a good time to think about these things. And this is a good thing to do in life in general, that um, any crisis, any problem you have, any difficult time you have, um, whether it's, you know, something out in the world or it's just in your personal life, that as it comes to an end, it's always, sometimes you're just trying to survive when it's happening, right? Or and get through it. But as it comes to an end, as it gets to the end, that's a very good time then to try to learn from it, right? It's, it's bad experiences are a lot less bad when we learn from them right because then later in the future we can actually look back and appreciate some of those very tough experiences sometimes you can look back and actually think wow i'm glad that happened it was hard it was very t hard very painful at that time but now i learned so much now because of that my life is so much better i'm actually happy that that bad thing happened not always right there's some things that we'll we're certainly never happy about but but in many cases, certainly something like this, I think uh, we can maybe, you know, a year from now, we'll look back and say, hey, actually, there's some great things came from that. So I think that uh, it's always a good habit to build in your life to look for lessons learned, look for the benefits, look for good things even from bad situations. It trains your mind to be more positive. It trains your mind to look for learning and growth instead of just complaining. Okay, getting into our comments and questions. Lisa says, this is a good time to develop good habits like reading regularly. Yeah, doing exercise, cooking healthy food, spending time with family and ourselves every day. In normal life, these habits can be continued. All correct. Yes, indeed. Right. Like how many people have lost a lot of these things, right? They're just watching TV instead of reading. And the people saying, oh, I don't have enough time. Well, now people have time. And uh, yeah, it's an opportunity. It has been an opportunity for all of these things, all these great things, doing more exercise, reading, cooking, and especially the big time one, spending time with family. I agree with all those. Fernando says, can I do homeschooling even though my children are going to school? Because uh, in Brazil, we're forced to put our children to school at the age of five. Yeah, but, you know, fight, fight, fight. In Brazil, you have a good chance to change it. You know, your president wants to change this. So support him. Uh, but yeah, you can, of course, you can still do home, edu home education, uh, even though, you know, kind of after school or whatever. That's, yes, you still can do that, of course. Why do I think it's going to be over soon? Oh, just it's because it's winding down. It's, uh, uh, I think there's already a cure, a couple cures. That seems obvious um, for meaning that uh, there's, a, there's a few drugs, really cheap drugs that uh, can be used that most people who get this, supposedly, uh, 
will be cured by it and have no problems, no serious problems. Um, I think uh, you also seeing some numbers that probably most people have already been exposed to this and really nothing happened. I think we're going to start seeing that too, realizing that oh, actually the, the number of people who actually have been exposed to it, who quote, test positive, you're going to see it. it's going to be a giant number and most people didn't even notice, <laughs> right? So anyway, uh, more and more is coming out. I don't think they can keep the, the fear going much longer. The truth is just becoming too obvious. Um, yeah, William Khalid says, hi teacher, I'm enjoying my yoga reading, practicing, living in the now, learning English, and being happy all the time. Great. Oh, that's just, what a great attitude. Fantastic attitude. That's great. Flashlaw says, most people still watch more TV than read books. Yeah. In the current, people just watch TV even more. Yeah, don't worry about those guys. Doesn't matter. Everybody's not going to wake up. Don't worry about what everyone, what everyone, most people do. As uh, Vox Day likes to say, most people are idiots. <laughs> so what? <laughs> most people are followers. They're just going to follow, right? So it doesn't matter what they do. They'll adjust. Um, yeah. Ilana Khan says, uh, I enjoy the situation very much. It's so nice to be real family. My kids at home. They don't go out with their friends or tired after school. Yes. We're cleaning, preparing food, planting seeds, playing. Exactly. This is the way life should be all the time. This is, you see, look what this does. I mean, why would you do without this? Why would we change this to send them back to school again? Don't send them back. Uh, yeah, Vlad says, uh, yeah, the Russian kids are still listening to their same teachers and everything online it's not exactly homeschooling it is homeschooling still because they're doing it at home and they're not in the presence of the school system which is still a big improvement even though yeah i know what you're saying the curriculum the teachers is all still the schools but um it's still better it's still better than them being there physically much it's much better <laughs> uh it's a it's a good first step Anastasia says, homeschooling is a great idea. You can control what information you put into your kid's head. How can we combine full-time work um, and homeschooling kids? Well, you're going to have to... Um, the main thing you're probably going to have to do is, is you're going to have to figure out, like with, uh, you know, if your husband or wife, somebody's going to have to stay home. Maybe you can work from home. That's possible. If you can work, if you can work from home, like I work from home, right? So I'm with my kids all the time and my wife is too. Uh, so you just adjust. And if, if, uh, if, if that's going to cut your income, which it might, if you're both working right now, then maybe you have to move to a smaller, cheaper place. You know, you can do it. You just have to adjust. Uh, it's more important to have your kids at home than to have a big house. Deepak says, nothing can be with you. Money, wealth, other precious things. Uh, after staying home so many days, we, yeah, we realize these things are not needed. Right. So many of these things we don't even need. They're unnecessary. They're distractions. They distract us when we're unhappy. But if you make your life happier, you don't need those things. Good points. Very good points. 
And Juan Olarte, nice to see you too. All right, I'll turn on the regular. I'll open up the chats to everybody now. Okay. And, uh, okay. Okay, I'm just letting the... Uh... Oh, Anis says, you mentioned to us about Dumbing Us Down book. Yeah, read Dumbing Us Down. Read any books by John Taylor Gatto. G-A-T-T-O. G-A-T-T-O. Gatto. Um, anyway, he's got books about homeschooling and education and school. The, <laughs> I mean, if you need to be convinced why schools are bad, read his books. <laughs> I don't really need any more convincing. So, uh, Juan Alarte says, during this shutdown, I don't have to work a lot. That's a good thing. My body doesn't hurt much. I feel good. However, I'm not earning money. Indeed, but maybe it is a, it's a sign that something to learn is that what, maybe before you were working too much. I know you need money, but maybe you realize, ah, uh, you know, maybe a little less work and more time at home would be good for me. Maybe a different job. I don't know. But anyway, it's everyone has to decide this themselves. Michael says, there's no homeschooling now. No, that's not true. Lots of people are homeschooling. I don't know what country you're in, but uh, in, in a lot of countries, uh, there's a huge amount of homeschooling happening. Parents don't want to teach their children. Uh, that's also not true. <laughs> Got a lot of big generalizations here. When schools are closed, children learn nothing. That is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. Promoting homeschooling is a beautiful idea, but not practical. You're wrong. <laughs> so, wow. You don't know what you're talking about. There are already a huge number of people who homeschool. Uh, millions and millions of families do homeschooling already. I mean, complete homeschooling, not with, they're completely separate from the school system. And then, of course, right now, there are, like my sister, you know, her kids are all home and they're all, all her kids are doing online learning now at home. Um, she loves it. So I keep telling my sister, like, don't send them back to school. Why would you? You love having them home. They're doing great learning online. You don't, the school. Don't you see? The school's useless. <laughs> but not everyone's ready to hear. I get it. Whatever. I don't, it doesn't matter about everybody. Okay. Okay, you're banned. Okay. Yeah, well, Anise is right. Many parents who are red-pilled still don't want to homeschool because they'll lose the free babysitting. Yeah, I mean, it's true. That's how they hooked people on this thing. It's true. Hmm. What's your opinion about the book Matilda by Roald Dahl? I haven't read it. I don't know. I like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's a nice little book, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. 
Okay, let's see. My sister-in-law, her sister, and my friend are teachers. They've been teaching for many years, and this is a terrible time. They must be teaching from their homes. It's terrible for them. Why? Why is it so terrible to teach from their home? I would think they'd be happy to be at home. Oh, well. Over the last years, I've listened to a tremendous amount of English material. I should thank you in a big way. Oh, well, thank you. That's Graf Valdemar. You're welcome. <laughs> Abertamani says, despite the quarantine, Moroccan people are still worried about lessons, schools, and exams. It's so idiotic. They have their freedom, but they insist on being imprisoned. A prison for your mind, Neo. <laughs> the prison is mental. You can see, right? You can see how the prison is a prison of beliefs and uh, attitudes and thoughts. Nobody's putting a gun to their head, right? But as we discussed during our Matrix movie, the good news about that is, if you choose, you are you can be free. Well, a lot of people will choose not to, and that's their problem. But uh, you and I can choose to be free, and that's great. So just focus on that good part, which is that. Ah, yeah, Leonardo Parigi. I, I wanted to talk about, I almost, this was almost the topic of today's show. Leonardo Parigi says, I saw you reposted my post about the movie They Live. It's one of my favorite movies. I love that movie, Leonardo. It's a good movie. Is it a good movie for the movie technique? Yes. It's a great movie in general. It's good for learning English, and it's just a great movie with a very, very, very good mo message in it. Um yeah, it's a, it's a cool movie. I love that movie. They Live. They Live. Kind of a low-budget movie made back in, what, the 80s, I think? Maybe 90s. John Carpenter. Uh, yeah, fantastic movie. Okay, I wish governments could make educational systems optional. Everybody should choose their own way. Well, they, in many countries, they do. So if your country does not allow this, then you have to fight. You know, people in America fought quite hard. Parents, homeschooling parents fought very hard to make it legal. And they also just went against the law when they had to. So that's what you have to do. I know there's a few countries where it's just a terrible situation, which, uh, for example, Germany. It's like Gestapo <laughs> with homeschooling. Really evil. Yeah, like Abraham Ali says, a lot of people don't have hope about homeschooling. 99% of people send their kids to school. But why should we follow the herd? Be at the top 1% and homeschooling. Yes, that's a great attitude about it. Instead of complaining that, oh, most people don't do it. So what? Most people are idiots. It's a nice phrase. <laughs> you just repeat that to yourself. It doesn't... Why do you care what, what most people do? Most people are idiots. Don't worry about what most people do. It doesn't matter. It makes it... Like he says, you, you makes, you're part of the elite when you do something different than... The, the 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 mass of people who are programmed by media and schools when you go a different way 
You will have more success. You'll get more truth. You'll get more happiness, more goodness, more beauty in your life. Your whole life will be better by going uh, against what most people do. So don't worry about what they do. And it will make, uh, you will become much more competitive <laughs> in, in areas of life where you have to compete uh, when you don't do what everyone else is doing. I think this is true for so many things, you know, like job interviewing. It's like my business course. It's, it's all about that. Exactly. Don't do what it, most people do, right? When you're looking, searching for a job, don't do it the way most people do it because you'll get the same result as most people, which, which is bad. It sucks. It's stressful, right? When you do job interviews, don't do a job interview the way most people do because then you're just the same as everybody else. So you have no advantage at all. So be different than most people. Right, so homeschooling will give you massive advantages, great happiness, stronger families. Just do it. Not only homeschooling, but in, in most things in life. You know, uh, Joseph Campbell said this in a, in a, a little bit nicer way. Um, he said, uh, what is it? It's kind of, this is a paraphrase. I can't remember the exact quote, but he said something like, you know, in, in terms of thinking, uh, how do you say the masses? The masses are always wrong. You know, basically that it's because, and the reason they're wrong is because they're just programmed by media and schools. So don't follow them. And in business, it's often a very good idea to go against what most people are doing. It's almost always a good idea. Okay. Okay, oh, I'm just going to jump down and go backwards. It's going too fast. Um, oh, okay, here's some more positive things. Less cars running outside. Nice. People not driving, so the weather is cooler. The atmosphere is cooler. Yeah, there you go. Less traffic. <laughs> Good point. Uh, that's another nice one here. Uh, like, there's no tourists here. It's really nice because Japan was getting, um, in my opinion, was getting overwhelmed by tourism, and it was starting to affect the country in a ba in a negative way. So I think it's actually quite good that the tourist industry has taken a big hit, and uh, it may not go back to fully to what it was before, which I think is actually a good thing. Yeah, like, well, Jack Zimek says, I'm a teacher and now I work at home. We use Google Classroom. I think it's a very good idea. I think most of students, most students are working much more efficiently than before. I don't understand teachers who complain. Yeah, see, I agree with uh, Wojtek because, uh, you know, as a teacher, I would much rather teach online. Uh, I mean, obviously I do, but um, even if I was teaching in a more normal environment, I would still rather do. I mean, it's so much nicer. You don't, you just, you don't have to deal with going to some building somewhere and, and all the time wasted for that. You can just get up and teach from your own living room. It gives you more time during the day to do things. Um, you don't have some boss there, you know, bothering you <laughs> watching you just do what you want when you're not teaching uh i think for teachers it's also great i would much rather teach online and or you know there's google classrooms there there are a huge number of apps and there's there's many many there are many many ways to do it um 
I think it's fantastic for teachers. Teachers who are independent, teachers who are good, uh, will benefit from this situation. Another thing that's good about it is that it allows uh, teachers can reach more students, right? Like in a physical classroom, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's hard to teach a huge number of people, but a, a great teacher, a really great teacher, uh, teaching online or with video or other ways uh, can reach thousands and thousands of students. And students can benefit from really good teachers that way and not be stuck with bad ones. So I, don't, I, I think it's good all around, even when it's done in the kind of normal educational way. And that's what, and that's the other thing I love about homeschooling is, you know, every family gets to choose their own way. And I have no problem with families who choose a more traditional way, like a very structured way where it's kind of online and they, they've got, you know, the teachers and uh, who are maybe teaching by video or Skype or something. And they're following, you know, set curriculum very in a very organized way, that's fine because that's uh, there are some families who want that. And there are some kids who really like that and need that and benefit from that. Uh, so it's totally fine. But the great thing about homeschooling is that families can choose that or they can choose a very, very different way. They can go to the opposite extreme if they want and they can be very, very loose and very, very independent and let the kids' uh, natural interests kind of lead the way more. And it can be, you know, focusing more on projects and, and really almost no text, no textbooks at all. Um, and then there are lots of different mixed ways that are in the middle. And that's what's great. You can do a different way for every family. It's their choice. And even for each child, you can change it. Some children may need a very structured, organized approach, and other kids may prefer and do better with a loose, more independent way. And you can then adjust it for each child in your family. One might be in a structured program and the other is very loose because that fits them better. And it's just so much better for everybody. Anyway, I guess this is kind of a homeschooling topic somewhat today, but I lo it's a topic I love. But we can talk about other things, too, connected to all this. Yeah, like here's Juan Cruz Peralta Fili says, uh, Yes, it's true. I was beside my father with Parkinson's and the whole illness process until the end. Now I remember with love all the extra difficult moments we went through. I think I learned a lot. Now, that's a beautiful uh, example and a very extreme, very, very tough example, right, of learning from something and, and being grateful for something very, very, very hard that, you know, his father had Parkinson's and di ended up dying, which, of course, you know, was very sad. But, um, but the part that Juan appreciates is that he was able to be with his father during that time, spend that time with him. And that's, that's really good. That's really, yeah, nice. Yeah, Marjan said, we also learned that oil is worth nothing if there's no demand. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Uh, medical professionals are more important than football players. Families, the core of the society. There you go. Good lessons, all those. Yeah, this quote from Rumi is related to our topic, says Lisa. Here's the quote. Why do you stay in jail when the door is wide open? See? 
you know, this this idea of there being a prison for your mind, it's very, very old. It's not uh, modern technology has made it worse in some ways, but uh, it's been around for a long, long, long time, you know. So Rumi wrote about it. Elfini, okay, that's an interesting question. Elfini says, I am 25. You were 27 when I was born. I would like to know where were you and what were you doing at that time? 27 is about when I really, let's think. Yeah, 27 is when I really started to become very independent and started living in other countries. Yeah, that's when I... Uh, I was in grad school or just finishing grad school, I believe. Twenty. I'm trying to think what year 27 would be. Uh, 25, right? 6, 7, 7, 8, 8, 8, 8. Yeah, 68. Yeah, I was in grad school and I just gone off to to India, my very first trip abroad. So I was just starting my life as a world traveler <laughs> at that time. So I was just getting started, really. Okay. All right, let's see. A couple more. What are we doing? Okay, we're okay on time. Hamad says, I'm an old member, but that's, this is my first comment. Um, Yanming says, uh, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure I understand why, but it says, uh, I may be easier to homeschool if you live in a rural area, countryside, close to nature. But if you live one kid in the small city apartment, it'd be difficult. I don't think so. We live in a, I mean, we're going to move, but we live in a city apartment now. I don't see why. I, I think it would be just as easy to do it here. Uh, yeah, I can't really think of a reason why it would be more difficult. Just mindset. What about creating Zobade? Hey, good, good to see you. What about creating a course called Homeschooling Step-by-Step? Yes, I may do something like that. I may do something like that. Now, the thing is about it, the problem about, the problem with, the problem with doing a step-by-step is, like I said, one of the great benefits of homeschooling is that it's, there's not an exact step-by-step, right? It's, there are many, 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 many ways to do it. So, I would never, you know, I'm going to do it my way with my children, but I would never push that on uh, another family, right? Like, I'll be more loose, probably. <laughs> not totally loose. I'm not going to go to the super extreme, but um, but overall, probably a little more loose than a lot of people might be, and I'm going to be very custom, right? I'm not going to use... Uh, uh, it, there won't be I won't be using like a, a an organized program with online lessons and 
you know, step by step. I won't be doing that. But it's I, there's. But if that's okay if other families want to do it. So this is where it becomes a little tricky to say how exactly to do it. Um, I think for any families that are nervous about it or that are unsure, then the more structured, I think typically the more structured systems programs are probably better if you're not confident right because it's all given to you you just follow along your kids just follow it step by step you don't have to do much uh so it's quite easy and then maybe as you get more confident you can become a little more loose you as the parent can take more control right but i'm quite confident about it so i don't need that but, but it's totally fine if, if you want to try it. Then, you know, there are a lot of, you can just do search for, on, you know, online. Well, it doesn't even have to be online. There are some that are online, online homeschool program. But there are also some where they will actually mail you, uh, they'll mail you the books, they'll mail you the workbooks. They'll, it's all on paper, if you prefer paper, <laughs> the old way. You can also do that. So there are just so, there are so many Right? There are ones that are religious. There are ones that are not religious. Um, so, yeah. that's. I guess my point is that you just got to do a little research and just don't be afraid of it. There's nothing to be afraid of with homeschooling. If, if you're interested, just do it. Just do it. Maybe Hopefully now a lot of people are seeing it's not that hard. It's not hard. It's not hard. <laughs> hmm... What do you think about the Da Vinci Code book? I never read it. I think I saw the book. I mean, I saw the movie, I think. I think that the movie reminded me of a... Uh, and I'm kind of wondering if Da Vinci Code is a bit of a ripoff of an Umberto Eco book. What's it called? Foucault's Pendulum, maybe? Anyway, I've never read the book. <laughs> I mean, it says, everyone says homeschooling is difficult and hard. Is that true? Who's everybody? No, it's the opposite. It's easy. Easy. It's so easy. It's super easy. You know, another benefit of this whole situation, I hope, one that I, a lesson I learned, I, I already knew it, but it strengthened my opinion that, um, you, I, we, we are responsible for our own health, right? Not doctors, not nurses, not drug companies, right? So if you, uh, like when this first started and I thought it was totally real, uh, you know, I realized, well, if this is real and it's a huge disaster, then uh, the hospitals will be full. So they're not going to be able to help us. And I realized, well, I got to be able to take care of myself and my family's health on our own without them. And, you know, I already kind of knew some things, but I did it more research and uh, pretty much figured out how to do that and protect myself and my family and with some natural things or just few supplements easy easy to get things and uh and then all the fear went away and then after that i started to realize ah, oh, it's actually not that big a deal this is pretty exaggerated this whole thing and then you know 
but but anyway, it was a good lesson. To, despite that, it was just a good lesson to learn that uh, we don't need to rely on the medical industry. And it is an industry. And a lot of what the medical industry does is poison. And it's, uh, I'd say it's evil, in fact. It's evil. They're making huge amounts of money from people's suffering and doing things that just make people suffer more and more and more. So, but you don't have to, again, you don't, you don't have to be part of that system uh, in many cases. Do I know that Rumi was Persian? Yes. And his poems were written in Farsi. Indeed. Many people think he was Turkish because of media. No, no, no. I knew I knew he was Persian. I, th- I thought that was well known that uh, Rumi was Persian. Yeah, great. Get yourself a copy of Rumi's, some of Rumi's poetry. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Uh you know, get translations if you need to. There's some good. Tra- there are, are some good English translations. Uh, if you don't speak Farsi or read it, yeah. Vladislav says people are used to jail now, so they don't want to leave it. It's it's so similar to the Matrix movie, isn't it? Right. So there are a lot of. I love that's why we did that movie. Okay. Sandra says, "Can you recommend any books about positive psychology, positive thinking, things like that?" Any, any. The, the first two Tony Robbins books are pretty good in that area. Cleepy says, uh, "You're right, Coach. Our thoughts drive our emotions, and our emotions drive our behaviors." Right. And many times our beliefs drive our thoughts. <laughs> so you got to get those, get your beliefs, your mindset strong, and uh, uh, things begin to change in your life. Okay. <laughs> uh, we are social animals. We need to interact, not just over the internet. Indeed, but not school. Interact with your family. That's the point. Exactly. We are social animals. You want your children there at home with you, with mom and dad and their brothers and sisters. Definitely. Okay, I think we're almost done. Vladislav says, I heard in you in the in America, people pay for medical insurance, but when they get sick and really need help, they might not receive the help. It happens. The whole medical system in America sucks. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. It's super, super expensive. And uh, there's a whole lot of corruption in it. You know, there are a few points. If you break your leg, go to the doctor. But uh, uh, if you're having a heart attack, go to the doctor. <laughs> Call the ambulance, right? But there are in many things. Uh, diabetes is probably uh, one of the most obvious ones where it's just pure evil what they're doing. It's pure, pure evil what the medical industry is doing to type 2 diabetics, which is the common kind. Pure evil, disgusting. And it's one of the most common and most terrible diseases. I mean, so many people have diabetes now. It destroys their health. It, ugh. Yeah, you don't want to get into that system. You don't want to get into that system. Another problem with homeschooling is that it's expensive. Wrong. Man, you really don't know anything about homeschooling. <laughs> this is Michael Labas again. To do it, one parent has to resign from their job. School is much cheaper. Uh, uh, well, you could do, number one, you could. You could teach uh, or work from home it's possible but yeah imagine that imagine having a parent home with the children you really think that money is more important than that come on you think your little fancy cars and big house is more important than being at home with your children no yeah one of you should quit your job definitely <laughs> resign your job school is also very expensive you just don't see the expense because you're taxed on it and you're taxed a huge amount. So, now, of course, you have to pay that tax anyway, uh, at least for now. But uh, I think if more and more and more people pull out of the school systems, they will start to wake up to the fact that, why am I paying this tax? I'm, I'm teaching my own kids. I don't want to pay taxes to the school system. Why should I pay taxes so that other people can go to the school? I don't want to support that system. So that might change if homeschooling becomes common enough. But anyway, it's still not a reason to abandon your children to a bunch of government propaganda. Uh, yeah, it's true. You might have to, one of you might, if, you're, if you have two parents working, one of you might have to resign. It's, it's possible. So what? Do it anyway. <laughs> People asking about the, uh, Taras asking about the election, Biden. Uh, I think the guy I think he has dementia honestly and no, I'm not joking I think he has dementia um Taros Nader says homeschooling is quite a good idea during the lockdown because kids tend to forget that they've once what they've learned once they stop going to school after a while yeah right exactly Yeah, cool. So it looks like that uh, Taiwan Sing Alex says that homeschooling is funded by the government, basically, in my country of Taiwan. Well, that's great. The students equipped with a PC or smartphone, online education is not a problem. Very cool. Nice. Yeah, AJ, you should change the title of today's show to homeschooling. I guess I should. That's the thing everyone's been focusing on <laughs> it's okay i like to talk about it i like it it's a good it's a good topic i i can talk about homeschooling every night if i really um 
Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I like this. Anything else is school management. The school school management are goons. They're robbing parents. Yeah, you don't have a choice. You got you're forced to pay the taxes, right? They just steal your money. It's a massively corrupt system. Hugely corrupt. Just there's no reason for it to be so expensive except that it's just used to you got so many people in the school systems just stealing all that money that does not help your your children at all it's a big nasty system Uh, yeah, people now people are talking about the U.S. healthcare system, the, the healthcare system in general. You know, like uh, it's one of the biggest. You know, statistically, one of the the main causes of death. Uh, I know in the United States, maybe world, I don't know, is uh, medical mistakes, right? Wrong drugs given to people, all bad drug combinations, things like this. It's it's a quite. Don't just blindly trust <laughs> that system, right? It's just like everything. You're ed- Look, you are the master of your own education. You are the master of your own health. Right? No one else is responsible for any of this, right? Don't just blindly trust anybody in these areas of life, in any area of life. Don't just give your trust to these people just because they say they're experts. No, you are responsible for your health. Nobody else. Nobody else. You can use the health system if, you know, if you, but you got to research it and you got to figure out if it's the right thing or not, right? Like if you're a diabetic, you're absolutely insane. You're crazy if you're a diabetic, type 2. If you go to the medical system and follow their advice, you're an idiot if you do that. Don't do it. If you have done it, do some more research and get out of the system. It's destroying your health. It's killing you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay? But you're responsible, right? Don't just blindly trust them just because they say, oh, yeah, you have to take insulin. Don't trust them blindly. <laughs> right? And the same is with school and education. Salim says, free education should be installed. No, just stop taxing and let people, let families do it. And if people want to go to a school, they can pay for it. It's pretty simple. Oh, Tomo says, I applied for a visa to live in Hawaii. Oh, lucky you. Hawaii's great. (sighs) What a great place. Um, (laughs) I would like to go camping there. Your story inspired me. Hawaii is a wonderful, beautiful, beautiful place. Well, lucky you. Yeah, Olga says I eat too much vitamin C. Exactly. Vitamin C is one of the very cheap, simple, easy ways to take to protect yourself from viruses and infections. Or if you get a virus or infection, you just take gigantic amounts of vitamin C, probably vitamin D also, and uh, K2. And for most things, I'm not going to say everything, but for a whole lot of things, that's all you need to do. You don't need a flu shot. You don't need to go to the 
to the doctor for whatever they can't do anything for viruses anyway so um do that you're not even and if you just take a, a decent amount every day as kind of a habit also you'll find you, you, you will almost never get sick right so simple Marjan says, I've heard Osaka is one of the best cities regarding healthcare in the world. Is that correct? It's, yeah, it's been okay. I, I don't use the health system very much. Um, we've used, we've had to use it for some serious things with one of our kids. And uh, uh, yeah, they've been pretty good. Pretty good. Better than America, for sure. Definitely better than America. You know, there, of course, there are still certain things that I would use the healthcare system for, of course. Like I said, if I fell down and broke my arm, right, I'm not going to try to treat that myself, okay? I would go to a doctor. Um, yeah, so they're there, of course. But uh, there are also things, however, a good number of things, where the healthcare system will hurt you and it will hurt you badly and they'll destroy your health. So you have to figure out you got to figure these things out yourself. You have to make these decisions yourself. You can't just keep your mind closed, right? That's the that's the thing. You have to research it, figure it out yourself. Oh, and he says, did you watch the trailer about the Brave New World movie 2020? I think it's fake actually if i've seen one on youtube but it's not real it's actually clips from other movies it's not an actual I, i'm not sure i don't think they're making that movie in 2020 but let me check it anyway the book will be better oh whoops 2020 oh no no maybe you're right tv series 2020 ah what do you know they are making it. I'm sure it's going to suck. <laughs> oh, Demi Moore's in it. Oh, my God. NBC. Uh, it's going to suck. I don't even need to see it. It's going to suck. They're going to change it. So, um, yeah, not interested. Uh, NBC is... Uh, eh. All right, I think let's see a couple more questions, then we're done. Did the healthcare system collapse in America? I don't think so. No, uh, but it's just uh, it's just very, very, very expensive, and it was made worse. Obama just really made it horrible. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's been bad for a long time in, in terms of being very, very expensive. Uh, Sandra says, in my country, there's a man who has diabetes. After a while, he started to help other people. He knows m to watch the. He knows much more than the doctors about it. Of course, I'm sure he does. Some doctors even ask him for advice. Yeah, yeah, I, I have no doubt. I mean, if you have diabetes, you should follow the Snake Diet YouTube channel. You can cure your diabetes. Type two. I always have to say this. It's type two, but um. That's the common, the most common one. The, but even type one, I think you'd have to be very careful. But just 
follow the, the snake diet guy on YouTube, watch all his videos <laughs> and uh, cure it without the medical industry. Milan says, AJ, did you know that you are our online godfather? <laughs> the godfather. Why? Because only with your learning system for English, my wife and me uh, succeeded to learn and speak English so we could communicate indeed. Uh, nice. Good job to both of you. Congratulations. That's, that's really great. Uh, people asking, do you think China did it? Do you think America did it? I think that what's called the deep state did it. I imagine it's there were uh, elements of, and they're everywhere, right? So I think there were elements of in China working with certain elements, right? Groups in the United States. That would be my guess. I don't know. But that seems like what probably happened. And uh, I, I think there are probably other groups in China that, you know, they, you know, like, you know, in China, it's not just one group, right? Just like in America, you can see, obviously, there's Trump and, uh, and patriots, nationalists, and then there's the whole other group that hates him, right? And uh, it's maybe less obvious in China, but I imagine that there's the same thing happening in China, right? So there's this kind of, glo I think the globalists did it, if you want me to use a very vague term, that's who I'd say, probably. Uh, is behind this uh, situation. So globalist, uh, people loyal to the global banking system and, and etc. not loyal to their own nations. And there are a lot of these people <laughs> in Europe, in China, in the United States, that's pretty vague, but that's my guess at the moment. Hmm, Leonardo's suggesting a book, Chronicles from the Future, an amazing, interesting book. I'll check it out. I haven't read it. Ah, Slavika. I need to answer Slavika. Previously, there was a rule in medicine, a pill for every disease. Now the pharmaceutical industry has a rule, a disease for every pill. Yes. First they make a pill, then they look for the disease. Oh yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And here's the other thing about them. They don't want to cure anything. That's why you're seeing in the media now this massive attack on, for example, you know, the, the actual cheap cures for the corona thing. They don't want that. That's the last thing they want is something that's really cheap <laughs> that cures thing in just a couple days. No, 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 no. What they want is, is what they have with diabetes. That's what they love diabetes. They make a ton of money from it. They want to make you sick so that you come and then you just have to take a drug, not a cure, but a drug that you are forced to take then for the rest of your life. So you have to keep paying for it every single day, every month, every year for your whole life. So you don't die, but you also don't get cured. That's the perfect drug for drug companies. That's how they make the most money. They don't want to give you one pill and you're cured or a couple pills and you're cured. Absolutely not. They certainly don't want doctors to give advice that require no drugs at all. Just stop eating, fatty. 
right? <laughs> Stop eating fatty fast. Start fasting. You'll cure your, di- cure your diabetes in, what, a week. But they, absolutely not. That's, that's free. They, they absolutely do not want that. Doctors don't want it, and especially the drug companies. And yet they realize that the doctors more or less work for the drug companies. Most doctors, not all, but uh, maybe not emergency medicine, but but a whole lot of the medical industry is controlled by the drug companies. And they get their information from the drug companies. They their their medical journals are funded by the drug companies. I mean, ugh. so that's what they want, right? That's the perfect situation. Diabetes is the perfect. Diabetes and insulin. That's the perfect situation for a drug company. Cholesterol is another one. All of the stupid cholesterol drugs that give people that have to take it for years and years and years and years and years. Yeah. Yep. And then like like uh, Slavika says, they also just make up fake diseases. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh... Yeah, like Tanishka says, I'm a nurse. I hate the system we're working in. Yeah, you know, nurses know. I, I trust nurses more than doctors uh, in many cases. Uh, nurses are also more open to, uh, in my experience, because I worked in the medical industry a little I was a, when I was a social worker. And in my uh, experience, nurses were much, much, much more open to like nat- to natural methods and, and a whole range of um, different ways of healing people and health that whereas again not all but most doctors that i met it was just drugs drugs and surgery drugs and surgery drugs and surgery that's all they did uh and it was the nurses who were doing most of the care and who were you know they i met a lot of nurses who were really into uh you know herbal medicine and chinese medicine and all kinds of other things um they're they're much more open in general I would say, in my experience, at least in the in the United States. <sighs> yeah, like William Khalid says, the medical system doesn't want you to die and it doesn't want you to heal. That's exactly right. They want you right in the middle. They want you sick, but not dead. <laughs> That's the perfect thing for them, right? Stretch it out as long as they can, right? Like so, you get a you get the this, the flu. They want they want you on a ventilator for you know several you know for a week, and then they want to you know be pumping all these drugs into you that don't work that are super expensive, not some super cheap drug you can you know take for a few days and you're fine, right? And certainly, and even 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 worse than that is the truth is you can just take a super high doses of vitamin D and zinc and vitamin C they definitely don't want you to do that but anyway um, you have to research this stuff yourself yeah here's a here's a great example of someone who researched themselves and he cured their own child Luminita says when I was four I had hepatitis B. My mom was very worried. I stayed in the hospital for a year. It was useless. Then my mom found an old book about diets with carrot and 
beetroot juice. In six months, I was cured. Awesome. See, and that's what you have to do. You gotta research for yourself and you gotta just try things too, right? All right, well, I gotta go. It's time for me to go. Time for me to go. Yeah, Vijay says, make your diet your medicine. Indeed, right? Indeed, right? A lot of it's food. <laughs> you can do so much by just having a very healthy lifestyle. To pre- you can prevent a lot of things. Um, anyway, that's a huge topic, guys. We got uh, Health is a giant topic, so we'll just leave it at that. Anyway, lots of love to you all. Um, just try to think. I guess my main point about all of this is try to look at it in a positive way. There, because again, on the news and all that, they're just gonna they're pushing the fear porn and the nonsense and exaggerating all of that. It's about the end anyway. It's all gonna wind down. So as it comes to an end, focus on the positive things, on what you learned. Again, don't worry about what other people. Yeah, a lot of other people are gonna do stupid stuff. Doesn't matter. Focus on for you, appreciating the good things, learning, and then maybe making some changes in your life from those, you know, whatever you learned, change your life in a positive way. Like if you found that there were some, many of you mentioned good things that, oh, I'm doing more good things, like I'm reading books or I'm more time with my children. Well, don't continue to do that, right? Just because the all this his, hysteria ends, don't go back to spending less time with your children. Don't go back to reading less. Don't go back to exercising less. Whatever the good things you're doing now, just continue them, right? Kind of see this as a blessing. So that's what I encourage you all to do. Find the blessings in all of this and keep them going. All right. As always, join my VIP program. Where's my Where's my video? Hi, sorry. Here we go. All right, here it is on my screen. If you're watching on video, join my VIP program at effortlessenglishclub.com. Effortlessenglishclub.com. See you next time. Bye for now.